Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and fights drunkenly in every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us a rating on whatever podcast app and Facebook. Do it on Facebook. Because really, that's the best thing you do for any um, podcast is give us a review and Give us a five-star review on Facebook before I just delete the Facebook part of our podcast. Anyway, this is this episode we are covering Iron Fist, Season 1, Episode 8, The Blessing of Many Fractures. Original air date, March 17th, 2017. And here's a quick summary of what happens throughout this episode. You know, the thing we're going to talk about. Claire is reading a letter from Luke Cage when she's attacked by the hand, but it's okay because Colleen Wing was there. Danny goes to Harold's apartment and knows something's wrong when he sees a pool of blood and assumes that pool belongs to Harold. Danny, Colleen, and Claire go to Anjo, China to hunt down Madame Gao. Everyone knows it's a bad plan because Danny made it, the worst Iron Fist we know of. They find a factory run by Gao and try to burn it down, but then Madame Gao arrives and they all split up. Danny hunts down Madame Gao, Colleen has a cool sword fight, and Claire drives away. Danny loses control of his emotions and almost kills someone, but Claire and Colleen arrive to stop him. This culminates in a fight between the heroes and Gao plus her henchmen. Danny ends up taking Madame Gao as prisoner. Joy and Ward continue their uh, being fired process and are insulted by such a low severance package of a mere $100 million. Joy doesn't want to sign, but Ward wants out like he has for a long time. This storyline goes on for them throughout the episode. Very succinctly, succinctly done. Yeah. All right, you ready for our fast facts? Oh, yeah. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Jenny, what are you doing? Yoga? You move about as fast as a pig. Swimming and gravy. <laughs> You didn't see that coming? All right. What you got, Al? All right. I do have one. Um, We have the implication uh, that Joy hired Jessica Jones to dig up dirt on the Rand board. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was worth Mm -hmm. it. Or there could just be a bunch of drunk private eye. They never specify. Now, I don't know anything about that that industry, but yeah, it's entirely possible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I've got a few. You did steal one of mine. Yes. <laughs> um, start with the title. I looked for a while. I couldn't find any um, martial arts called The Blessing of Many Fractures. Um, but I'm guessing that the fractures referenced are the chinks in like Danny's emotional armor with all of Gao stuff. I don't know. That was a stretch. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of something too, like what could that mean? And I I don't know. I've I've I had pretty much had nothing. I mean at the end the three heroes kind of separate for a little bit. You know, like I said, Danny goes one way, Colleen somewhere else, and Claire drives and mm-hmm. then they come together. I don't I don't think that's it either. But yeah. yeah. Uh well maybe it's uh like from Ward's point of view. He's got a bunch of fractures, but it's going to let him leave the company. Okay. I mean, in a sense, all of these characters that we're watching, they, they're kind of, their lives are, are getting fractured a little bit. Yes, but um, for only Ward, is it a blessing right now? 
That's true, because he does want out. Yep. Um, and then I want to talk about uh, Zhao Cheng, who was the, the drunken master. He is played by Louis Tan, who also played Shatterstar in Deadpool 2. He's one of the many people who got killed jumping out of that helicopter in that scene in Deadpool 2. <laughs> and, um... Oh, I should look. This episode is dropping... Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's dropping the end of March. But I don't know the date. Mortal Kombat's coming out. But he's going to be in the new Mortal Kombat. That's <laughs> either coming oh, out in sweet. a few weeks or just released. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Right. He's playing Cole Young, an original character that a lot of the fans are apparently very angry about. I don't because, know why. Because he's original. Uh, okay. All right. That's, that's just stupid. I mean, they should be angry about the one thing everyone should be angry about, the fact that the original Mortal Kombat theme song from the 90, 90s movie was not used. Or, I mean, that Chun Li's not in this. Did you see that article online? <laughs> I, I didn't see the article, but I heard about this. <laughs> it, it was an article. I thought people were just like being stupid. No, like this was a real thing. It was on uh, Jezebel, the website. And it's like, where's Chun Li? They forgot about that person, and then they updated it with, "Wow, Chun Li's in Street, Fi- Street Fighter, mind blown." But here's the original article. <laughs> so they didn't like retract her. I can't tell if that was joke or real. Okay. I don't know. The fact that... Because they do do satire on Jezebel. The fact that they came back with an update saying, Hey, wow, she's not in Mortal Kombat. Might be proof that they were legitimately thinking that she was there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Also... I'm not a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, mostly because I'm not great at fighting games. Mm-hmm. I'm so pumped for that movie. It looks really good. <laughs> Maybe it's because <laughs> I want good martial arts. <laughs> uh, yeah, after watching so many episodes of, of Iron Fist here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't know why I'm excited. Like, I loved the movie when I was a kid, but, you know, I was like eight at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure if I went and watched that movie again, it would be very different. <laughs> but uh um yeah i'm also very excited yeah i've i've only ever owned one moral combat game and it was moral combat versus dc and i wasn't buying it for the moral combat characters <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah yep. <laughs> um back to uh lewis tan the actor who plays Zhao cheng um mm-hmm. al i know we're going to talk about him later but what do you think about his martial arts prowess the actor uh, do you mean like like the quality? Yeah. Or... Do, do you think he was skilled in it? I thought he was pretty good at it. Yeah. He was the second choice for Danny Rand. If oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. You did not need to tell me that. Oh man, because every time I see Danny fight, I I just it feels something's off like i and and every so often i think huh this is probably a stunt double but i'm pretty sure it's not i'm pretty sure they made him do some of those fighting Mm -hmm. things just and uh i'm guessing anytime it looks good it is a stunt double just oh yeah i think one of the reasons they hadn't put up a hood through parts of this because they need a stunt double to do some of the stuff (sighs) 
Well, now I'm angry. You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and the character, uh, Zhao Cheng, he's from Immortal Iron Fist number 17, back in September 2008. I'm only up to issue 14 of that run, so I almost got to him. So I just didn't need two more, <laughs> uh, three more issues. Um, and in the comics, apparently, he's the host to Chi Lin. Um who is a monster that wants to kill Danny on his 33rd birthday to steal his heart and gain access to Shao Lao and eat Shao Lao's eggs. That's very specific. Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be the next arc, apparently, in the comic series I'm reading. Um, spoilers, apparently. I just spoiled myself. And then uh, he actually um, says in this show that he stays drunk to keep the monster at bay and he references Chi Lin. So apparently he is possessed by a demon. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so question about the whole thirty third birthday thing mm-hmm. is that that's specific to like the that demon just wants specifically the Iron Fist, like no one else when they turn thirty three. Because Tony, you and I both turned thirty three this year. <laughs> You're right. I think so because, I mean, as far as I know, I could be wrong. So correct me. We don't have access to Shao Lao, the Undying. I'm pretty sure, but I mean, but I haven't tried. I don't know. Yeah, I also haven't turned 33 yet, so there, there's a lot that can happen in the next few months. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, we know Danny's what 25 in this. So yeah, if, yeah, if this show went on for eight seasons, we would have seen this guy come back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the like, yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to think, like, what would happen there with the snap and the the blip and everything. I don't know if he Danny would have left in. Let's see, that's twenty eighteen and twenty. So this this is only six years later. So the snap he would have left, he would come back, and then, well, I mean, if he left, he I don't know how it would work. Is his thirty third birthday still then, or is he only twenty eight at that time? Yeah, that's that's weird. Uh, I don't I don't know how that works. I think I am the, curious how they end up deciding that in uh, in the MCU, like because you've got like two things. Like, is it since the date of your birth? No, Which they actually uh, they actually establish it how they're ruling it in uh, uh, Far From Home. Because yeah, I wasn't sure if that was a legal thing or if that was just one of those like, I guess for now we'll do it this way. But I mean, you're you're right. Yeah, like yeah, I think it's probably a legal thing because if it wasn't legal, why would they care? Like, why would the airline care or any business care, really? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, in the opening scene, we see Claire get a letter from Luke, and she's rereading it multiple times. And then, um, this is a personal Easter egg. Um, for me, every time I go on Netflix to watch the next episode of Iron Fist, Iron Fist is not in my recently watched. I have to search it every time. It's the only show that's ever done this. And it knows that I'm watching this against my will. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that, like, when I watched this on, uh, yesterday on Sunday, um, I like, I have to search it. Wait, I've had to search it every single time. That's odd. It, it comes up for me. It's in my, like, continue watching list. Yeah, it's not on mine. And this is the only show that I've ever watched 
that hasn't shown up on that. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, that's the end of my fast facts. All right. Let's talk about the heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, weapon of Kun Lan. And I'm fulfilling my destiny. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Who do we want to talk about first? Uh, I guess we'll start with Danny. Um, I mean, Colleen is like, she's only around doing Danny's stuff. And actually, like, they're, they're pretty much just both around each other the entire time. Should we so. just talk about both the heroes? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. They, they both have a couple of, like, different scenes of, of different uh, stuff. So, um, I mean, the first thing I have is Danny has a plan and no one likes it. <laughs> no. I mean, it's a bad plan, and he doesn't even have a fully formed plan. <laughs> yeah, it's like 12% of a plan. It really is. And you know what? That's good for us, because we've already covered the other 88% of the show. <laughs> he, hasn't done, he hasn't yet. He like, let's go to China. And we go t- to China. Then we're in China, where we will be in China. I think that's an entirely of his plan. <laughs> That's, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Colleen is pretty defensive of him. Uh-huh. I kind of wonder how much of that is just because of the stuff we saw with uh, Bakudo last week. Um, and like, she's just kind of being pushed to keep helping Danny in, in a sense. So, uh, but I mean, even she agrees like, yeah, it's, it's not a great plan, but we should trust Danny for some reason because he's the Iron Fist, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, She's way more skilled, but he's the Iron Fist. Uh, yeah. I mean, so is Claire. But um, <laughs> also, like, so they go to China, and we get this interesting scene of, like, Claire being the angel and Colleen being the devil on the shoulder. Like, you should never kill for anyone. It's like, unless they're really bad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, okay, so I was actually thinking about that uh, when watching this episode. Like, mm-hmm. For the most part, I am against uh, the death penalty and things like that. However, every time I think of, like, some character who, like, th- I think the death penalty is okay for, it's always pretty much someone like Madame Gao. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, fake characters. Um, yeah. Kind of thing. Fictional characters. Fictional kill- yeah. characters or real-life Nazis. Those are the yeah mm-hmm. yeah or like genocidal <laughs> people in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but basically someone where like th- they would have a story around them being that evil, that that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like similar to like actually the, these types of you know yeah. uh, villainous characters that that we see in shows like this, mm-hmm. um, you know, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, you know that kind of stuff. Batman. Yeah. Lot Joker. Joker really should have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really should have been taken out a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree with you on the death penalty, but but Joker. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, so many storylines just come out of him being alive. So I guess he should stay alive. 
until they get to a point where it's a good idea to kill him again. Well, yeah. Or there's an alternate universe, and then it turns another character evil. Um, <laughs> yeah. Again, injustice. Superman should have just said, huh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I didn't know yet, because I hadn't murdered someone. <laughs> Uh, anyway. uh, yeah okay <laughs> so also on this flight uh danny says something i paraphrase it because i didn't want to rewind it he says like <laughs> uh he had spent the last 15 years focusing on honing his mind his emotions his body and his spirit mm-hmm. that hasn't been working so far no no it hasn't he really sucks at the emotions part yeah <laughs> and kind of the body part <laughs> because he's not I mean he's fit but he's not the best fighter especially for the Iron Fist yeah you know I was actually thinking about this the other day you know there there was the episode I guess it was two weeks ago uh, where he he did the, the trial by combat thing mm-hmm. and uh, you know the first set was fighting two people like a week or two before that we saw Colleen fight two people and I mean she had some issues but she had less problems than Danny this is true but were they Russians? One of them might have been. I don't yeah, know. They, Wasn't one of them... Um, did, didn't you say that was, like, The Rock's stunt double? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's tougher than I mean, The that... Rock. I think that's the name of the yeah. episode. <laughs> I mean, that's what we titled it, yeah, when we... Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's not the name of the Iron Fist episode. That would be really weird. <laughs> And really lazy on our part that we just named it after the Iron Fist episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, he, he really does suck it at all that. Which actually, uh, I don't remember when he says that, but this is also, um, you know, uh, uh, in this episode when he's on the plane, he really has a tough time being in turbulence. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's kind of a whole mind and emotion state right there. That if he had better control, he he wouldn't be as um, I don't know. It, it feels like he's very uh, uh, I don't want to say like stuck. Uh, I need a better word for that. Stunted. No, not not like stunted. Like like he's just scared, right? Like like um, I don't like turbulence on airplanes. So mm. like as soon as something happens, I immediately just grab the armrest and I I wait. Um, yeah. So I think that also makes me a bad Iron Fist too. Is that that same same concept? Well, yes, you would be a bad Iron Fist. Also, okay. I mean, <laughs> you're not. I mean, I don't think you're the probably the best at martial arts. You might even be worse than Danny, which is saying something. Yeah, that is saying something, and I probably am. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they go down. They well, they don't go down. That'd be different story (laughs) they land (laughs) they land in china (laughs) and they wait outside for you know my best estimate 12 minutes um and uh danny is the most impatient monk i've ever seen yeah uh did he learn nothing there like i I feel like that's a he learned how to make his fist uh, blow (laughs) okay he learned one thing there uh, maybe uh, I think he learned a few other languages. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I understand kind of why they made Danny like this. 
because if he were like the perfectly formed Iron Fist, there wouldn't be an arc for him. But they had to start him like so far away from where he should be <laughs> after 15 years of training. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's annoying to see this level of immaturity from someone that's supposed to be like, you know, this high figure within Kunlu, right? Within mm-hmm. that that monk world that he spent so much time in, uh, that he grew up in. Um what is Danny like in the comics that you're reading? Because I, I realize I've never actually like read any dedicated Iron Fist comics. Like I've seen him in other things and like team ups and stuff, and he's mm-hmm. he's kind of like wisecracking sort of thing yeah. in the stuff I've seen. But I don't know if that's like all the time or, yeah. or what. Well, I'm reading the Edward Baker and Matt Fraction run, and at this point, he's an established Iron Fist. He's like okay. this isn't his origin. Like they go back and like kind of recover his origin, but as he's having a discussion. But um, he's wisecracking. He is very, he's very much how Danny wants to be, where he's like, he's calm in these situations. He is running his business like a good person thinks they would run a business, you know, doing things for charity. He's also um, using his business to like root out Hydra. So he's doing the things he wants to do in this, but effectively. Um, he's also pretty... He doesn't know all his powers. Like, there's another character who... Ha- the uh, Well, in the first arc, there's another Iron Fist that shows up. This guy who's literally been the immortal Iron Fist. He's immortal. And he's never run into him because this guy's been going through, like, PTSD and stuff since World War II. So um, this guy only recently like access to the power of the Iron Fist, and he feels it. And this guy knows all different powers. He's a guy. The screenshot I showed you. He knows how he uses guns as the Iron Fist. So he knows guns. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask if that's where that came from because the the screenshot you sent me had the the two Iron Fists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah, and I definitely see a lot of parallels between this this episode or this season. And um, that arc, which uh, people on Reddit advised me to read this arc for season one of Iron Fist. So. Okay, all right. Yeah, so yeah, he's 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 the Danny that Danny wants to be. He wants to be like the comic book <laughs> Danny. And you know, to be honest, we all want him to be like the comic book Danny. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, he he does have to grow to become that person, but he he just he doesn't need to be like, like exactly what you said, right? He doesn't have to be so far away from that yeah. person. Yeah. I mean, and we're at what episode? What episode is this? Uh, eight. Eight. Yeah, we are more than halfway through. He should be like inching towards that. <laughs> Yeah, what is this, 13 episodes in the season? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, after this we have four more episodes. Wait, nine, ten, eleven, five more episodes. <laughs> Math. I've only taught it. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, and to kids, it's not like they question you. Yeah, that's the thing. You can tell kids anything. They'll just believe it. Mm-hmm. Until they reach to like 11, 12, then they don't believe anything. Because they've been uh, lied to too much by me in the previous few years. Anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. 
so, um, yeah, I guess, like, I realize that we're just covering Danny. We're not covering Colleen, because I have a side other good notes for Colleen, but we'll just continue with Danny. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. Um, so, after, like I said, 12 minutes, Danny and Colleen, uh, infiltrate the place, and decide to burn it down. Which, you, they don't know the situation here. They don't know that they're all evil. We know from Daredevil that they've used blind people as unwitting, like, drug mules. Yeah, uh, we also know from Iron Fist that they kidnap people to, oh, yeah. um, to <laughs> force them to, to doing things for them. So yes, like Danny knows this. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. Um, does, is Claire aware of the blind people? I don't know how aware she is of all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think she was a part of any of that storyline. So. Yeah, but also she's not aware that they're planning to burn this place down. Yeah. Also, burning it down was like the best thing you could think of on the, I don't know, 16 hour flight. I don't know how how far of a flight it is. It's not close. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They lost a day in traveling just yeah. to get there. So I'm sure yeah. they took a nap when they got there. Maybe they slept on the plane. Well, so, yeah. I mean, Colleen pretended to sleep on the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My problem with this, really, is they flew there. They probably spent like an hour and a half in China, and then they flew back. That I'm sure they stopped at a gift shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a gift shop in the airport while they're waiting. Well, I mean, they took his private jet. So they probably didn't have to go through the airport. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They went through uh, the airport specifically to go to the gift shop. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they walk in, go to a gift shop, and then they leave, and then they go to the private airport. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, if they slept on the plane, then they probably didn't mess with their bodies too much. It was just a lot of travel. Yeah, that's my thing. Is it's a lot of travel. It's not. It's not the sleep because they're not going to adjust to China time and then have to adjust back. They're just going to be stay on New York time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they must have been really bored the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they brought a a book. There's Maybe a, they talked. There's probably a TV on that private plane. I mean, okay. Tony Stark had a stripper pole. <laughs> I mean, that's not hard to get. I know. So Danny might have also. Okay. All, yeah, although true. we've just been stared at and discussed by Colleen and Claire. So maybe not the best thing to pull out. I mean, he could have used it. Like it's it 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 takes a lot of uh upper body strength to to use yeah, it. I can't true. use the one I have here in my house. Yeah. I can climb it. That's it. <laughs> um don't give any more context for that. I just want people to know that there's a server pole in your house. Al's unmarried. No, I'm just kidding. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> there is a valid reason for it, but yeah, that's yeah. it. No context. That's yep. a good idea. <laughs> Aspiring firefighter. All right. I mean, there was a point in my life where I wanted to be a firefighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, he, uh, I just have the part, like, he fights the drunken master. Am I skipping stuff, or should we just keep going? Uh, yeah, you're not really skipping much. Yeah, let's get, let's get to that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Gao shows up and then he tries to follow her and there's a drunk guy in the way. <laughs> um So yeah, this guy, he reminds me I mean his fighting style obviously reminds me of Jackie Chan, because I think there was a drunken master movie that he did. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I like how he's supposedly the opposite Iron Fist, right? He's the um what does he say? He's like sworn protector over the hand or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember thinking that, that parallel, uh, I couldn't remember exactly, but that sounds about right. I don't know if he says immortal something, probably not, but yeah, yeah. sworn protector of hands. So that's something. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he calls Danny out for, uh, he says using your, you wear your honor like a mask. Like he's saying he's being honorable, but he's coming there to kill Gao. <laughs> which like I, that's part of his honor isn't it not killing Gao is more breaking his honor yeah i mean he is the sworn enemy of the hand mm-hmm. um also protector of kun moon so he he's missing out on that part but the, the enemy of the hand part at least that's what he's doing here like that is exactly what he as the iron fist would be doing uh from the little bit that we know about him and what the iron fist is supposed to do yeah I need to go and look like an older Iron Fist comics. What were their logic for having him leave Kun Moon? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, this pisses um, Danny off, and Danny almost kills him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, people keep knowing that about him. It's like they only know three things about the Iron Fist, and one of them is the Iron Fist shouldn't be here. So let's insult him about it. Yeah. I mean, it's true. What what do we know about the Iron Fist? His fist glows. Mm-hmm. He's the enemy of the hand. And he's the okay. protector of Kunlun. Yeah. Also, they all have a sweet dragon tattoo on their chest. For some reason. It's true. How did they get that tattoo? Are, are you actually asking? No. Oh. I'm referencing oh, okay. the, the question she asked. Like... The same oh, way that's right. most people get tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. When Colleen was like, how did you get? Like, uh, th- No, no one's going to think about that unless you're already... Yeah. Unless you already know the answer to it. That's a Drax-level question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they go in and they see Gao and two or three other bodyguards... And Gao tries to tempt him to the dark side. <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of Return of the Jedi, where Luke goes crazy on Vader and chops off his arm like um, Danny just did to uh, to Zhao Cheng. And then the Emperor comes in, or Gao comes in and says, um, you could be one of us. Come to the dark side. We have cookies. <laughs> I mean, it sucks because they really do have cookies and they're good. They are. They're delicious cookies. Mm -hmm. Different variety too. So like, you know, it's, it's not just that one that you happen to not like. Al, Al, Mm -hmm. are the Girl Scouts Sith? (laughs) Maybe they're like Sith light. They're, they're still in training. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There's a Sith acolytes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, (laughs) we just got some Girl Scout cookies. If you haven't tried the new Toastiers, they're delicious. 
I'm I'm converting to Sith currently. I'm going through my training because of those what, cookies. What they, they finally call- pushed me over the edge. <laughs> what what are they called again? They're called toastiers. They taste like um pancakes. Okay, I just had to to pull them up. Uh, why are these all videos or recipes? No, I just want to know what they're made of. Tony, what are they made of? <laughs> what what do you mean? They're made out of cookie? <laughs> what like what kind of cookie? Um, like a shortbread cookie. Oh, okay, cool. Alright. <laughs> like where are they made out of? There's like a level of how did you get the tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I was going like, are they like a chocolate chip type of thing? Or like what's okay. Alright, I finally found like what they actually are. Oh, French toast inspired. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I want to try it. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh man. Alright. Uh I didn't get any Girl Scout cookies this year, but leaving that tab open in my browser and I'm buying a few after this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you can buy them online. Well, I never have to buy them online. I work out of school. So, you know, there are a lot of kids who sell Girl Scout cookies. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from everyone. So, yeah. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone should. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, the guards kind of kill each other. <laughs> I mean, not really, but like they're tricked through battle and fighting to kill each other. Yeah, I mean, one of them ends up stabbing the other. I don't know what happens to the other one, though, that did the stabbing, the accidental stabbing. Did he die or was he just knocked out? I think they died because I think, um, because Team Iron Fist all pulled weapons from their stash, right? From the hand stash, and all the weapons turned out to be poisoned. Okay. So I think they killed... I mean, yes, that's that, That's how they, they definitely killed one of the guards. I just wasn't sure about the other one. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's really fast-acting poison. We are so lucky none of our characters uh, got hit by that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Danny... Uh, uh, finds out that... Wait, he realizes she... Um, I have it written down. Danny uh, realizes that she killed his parents with the same poison. Is that what happened? Or am I just being crazy in my notes? Uh, no, he did. Okay. Um, so Danny saw the one of the guards who died because like the veins were like all big and mm-hmm. poply and whatever. Um, and so he remembers as a kid seeing, uh, I know it was the, the pilot's had that i don't know if his dad had the same like bulgy vein okay whatever but probably just the pilots yeah um i'm sorry i was conflating it with a reveal that happens next episode that i'm not going to spoil so i was like wait ah okay (laughs) um (laughs) okay yeah so he looks like he's gonna like just knock her head right off uh with his iron fist but he doesn't he just does severe structural damage and he's lucky the whole place didn't collapse on them (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's just one wall. There's three more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that wall's gone. There has to be something low there. I don't know. I'm not a construction yeah. worker. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that... I mean, that would have killed her. Yeah. She would have exploded. Yeah, hopefully she's not one of those villains that, like, gets away and then causes a ton of other horrible stuff to yeah. lots of people after you know, after this this episode. No, they take her prisoner, and I think that's the end. But we'll find out. Okay, alright, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm done with Danny. 
I mean, I wish I was done with Danny, but we're done with for this part with Danny. <laughs> uh, yeah, same here. I don't have any other other notes for him. All right, uh, moving on to Colleen. Um, so we get a little bit of her backstory. Um, her father was terrible because her mom died, and they just didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing you got to tell kids. Yeah. It really messes you up and makes you want to fight in, like, fighting pits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that specifically makes you, but it doesn't help. <laughs> it's true. It, it contributes to it. It's on the list. <laughs> I need to um, interview some MMA fighters, and if I weren't so afraid of them, I might. But <laughs> tell me about, did your mom die? <laughs> don't hurt me. Stop hurting me. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, but also, um, she was also sent away to live in Japan, which I assume her, one of her parents was Chinese, because Wing is a Chinese last name and she speaks Mandarin. But, I mean, I was trying to figure out, like, she knows all these Japanese styles and stuff, but she speaks Mandarin and she, Wing is a Chinese last name. So it makes sense that she's, yeah. uh, yeah, that's a good point. Although, uh, if I remember correctly, in the f- first episode of the of the series, um, when she was talking to Danny, um, she said something like, "Hey, I haven't spoken. Was it I haven't spoken Japanese since I was a kid?" Or no, was it... she hasn't spoken Chinese because Danny knows Chinese. Chinese being in from Tibet, but she's mm, like, "Can we okay. switch to Japanese or English?" Okay, got it. All right. Well, never mind. That, then that makes more sense. Yeah. So she spent a lot of time growing up with her grandpa, and well, that's how she got the cool sword and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I bet she hasn't really spoken Chinese that much since her mom died if she was from China. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we don't know how much time of her life she like would go back and visit and maybe see her dad or never. Yeah. Um So yeah, so uh she actually she's a smarter one out well not the smartest, Claire's the smartest because she doesn't <laughs> just walk in there. But um uh, Danny just wants to bust in, and she decides to bribe a homeless man. And it works, because she ends up calling him a coward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she knew, like, well, if you want to get some information, get it from someone who's here all the time. All right, cool, this guy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he did not originally want to give out that information. He knew what could happen. Yeah. Really surprised the hand didn't just kill the guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll never know. He he might be. I mean, he might dead be dead or now. Eventually, be dead. Yeah. yeah. But you got a squatter like, sure. in a hand facility. I don't think they're they're going to survive because they could tell secrets like he did. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Like they they should. You you're assuming that the, or you're surprised the hand didn't just kill any squatters that they exactly. had in the area. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. And then we get a cool sword fight between uh, Colleen and a hand operative. Um, I yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say because it was, I mean, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, it just it felt a little, um, uh, it like the the person that she fights also happened to have a sword. I mean, for us as the audience, like, yeah, this was awesome. Storyline wise, it feels a little forced. I do. Okay, I, I do have that note. 
in um well uh pretty much my only note for the hand in our in villain section was no guns but they're all armed with swords which is nice <laughs> yeah i wonder again we've established uh don't know anything about drugs is heroin one of those flammable drugs i don't think so it's more a natural thing right I don't know either. Um, Maybe it's flammable it's and you don't want guns and gunpowder nearby. Uh, I mean, maybe it's whatever they have to do to process it. Because like, I'm pretty sure heroin, it's like it's a plant. Like yeah. you, you grow it and then they do something to process it. So whatever other stuff they have around, mm-hmm. that's probably what's flammable. Yeah. Plus, I don't know what China's rules on guns are. Maybe no guns, but everyone in China carries a sword. That's true. Yeah, that's, I mean, the opposite of here in the U.S. It's illegal to walk around with a sword, I think. I've, I've never tested that. <laughs> I don't want There's to. One way to find out. Well, to be fair, Al, I'm more likely to get arrested for that than you are because I'm in California and you're in Florida. That is true. Yeah. So we yeah. should just mm-hmm. both test it out. I'm good. Okay. I, don't, I don't need to. <laughs> Uh, it, it would no matter what happens it would end badly for me maybe for you also yeah i think well actually i am every few weeks i'm tempted to buy a sword especially since my friend showed me a cool sword website i haven't done it yet but there will be a time <laughs> when i'm like drunk and i order a sword <laughs> and like a week later it'll show up like huh i guess i finally ordered a sword i have a friend that happened to <laughs> <laughs> he did um in college he did uh like an exchange thing and he was in scotland and he had one like well he had a lot of them but he had one night where he specifically where he blacked out and when he came home there was a sword delivered to his parents place because he had it because they couldn't take it on a plane so they had it delivered to him he had no memory of buying the sword <laughs> <laughs> i mean at least he was smart enough to have it sent back to the u.s yeah Um, yeah, so she gets a cut on her arm, but really, no big deal. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, par for the course in a sword fight, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, the vast majority of sword fights I watch are with lightsabers, so a cut on the arm is a bigger deal. You know, it just goes yeah. right through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's why so many Jedi we, we see um, have lost appendages. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, I don't have anything else for Danny or Colleen if we want to move on to our ad break. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Ooh, we're already pretty far into the episode. Okay, let's uh, do this quick, and then we'll move on. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Danny sent all but the brown M&Ms. <laughs> That's supposed to mean something? Hey, Tony, um, let's say that you needed to discreetly visit another country and then come back home. How would you get there? Like, what mode of transportation do you use? Um, well, it totally depends on which continent the country's on. But I would either do whaleback or narwhal. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter what you said, because flying didn't even cross your mind. It's such a hassle. Dealing with the big airlines is a pain. Getting to the or you know, getting to the airport an hour early is a waste of time. And not being able to take swords with you, that is the absolute worst restriction, not to mention dealing with customs. Well, that is a problem no more. 
Our associates at Discreet Flights will help you get to your destination with the ease of a train ride, the smell of a bus, the pricing structure of a taxi, and the speed of an airplane. And you get all of that by traveling through the sky. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free seat for that special someone on your return trip. So the next time you want to travel to Cancun to get away from a snowstorm, call our friends at Discreet Flights. For legal reasons, you have to call their phone number. That's Discreet Flights, the only airline piloted exclusively by hamsters. I was waiting for the hamsters. Also, <laughs> your topical joke won't be topical by the time this airs. But anyway. They never are. Yeah. <laughs> they never are. Uh, I what, are, what is this, like five weeks out? We're... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, five weeks out from, from us now. Okay, yeah. So no no one will remember, which is good because it wasn't even that good of a topical joke. Nope. All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Stay right there, boy. Submit to me without further incident, and your friends will be granted a merciful death. Who should we start with? Uh, I mean, you said you had one note for the hand, so let's just kind of get them out of the way. Plus, that was like the majority of the talking that we had about the heroes, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing, other thing I had for just the hand was... We get an explanation of why the um, like the dragon symbols on the drug, which we saw in way back in Daredevil, and it's just a middle finger towards Kunlun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I guess we kind of were assuming that, or no? I mean, it's, Dan- it's nice that it was spelled out. Yeah, yeah. Danny says literally, it's a middle finger to Kunlun. I have in quotes middle finger. I'm like that was. <laughs> yep, you are definitely still ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> Eh, well, kind of, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, and I don't really have anything else about the hand. Um, they're still really evil, forcing people to work in their factories mm-hmm. and potentially blinding them. I, I don't know if we were supposed to assume that the, the beggar guy outside that gave calling the information, uh, I don't know if he used to work in one of those factories and then became too blinded or something, but he really hated uh, Madame Gao because he called her a witch and stuff. Well, she kind of is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she used the force to throw Danny across the room. Exactly. All right. Uh, In that case, I guess we'll move on to other villains. Mm -hmm. Um, Ward, I guess? Yeah. All right. Um, So he keeps seeing blood everywhere. That's not good for him, psychologically, Mm -hmm. uh, considering he just killed his dad. Yeah, he's very, um, what, Lady Macbeth? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pretend I remember enough about that. Yeah, the Macbeth play. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Macbeth. You uh, know, she's the one who out damn spot out. She sees blood on her clothes all the time. It's the guilt. Ah, oh, that's where that line is. Okay, is she the one that like she kills herself? She jumps out a window. That is Ophelia from Hamlet. Those are different. Yes. Huh. Okay. Although, although to be fair, I'm not. Don't totally remember where. What happens to Leia Macbeth? I don't think she jumps out a window because I'm sure Ophelia did. <laughs> okay, I mean, not, as you say this, it sounds familiar, but I like eh, okay. Yeah, I know All Hamlet's right. my favorite Shakespeare play, 
Um, so I know that one a lot better than pretty much any other ones. It's the only one I've okay. read uh, under my oh, not being pressured by teachers to do so. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, after Shakespeare talk, <laughs> <laughs> back to Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So all this backstabbing between Ward and Joy. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised on Ward's side. I'm more surprised on Joy's side. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, especially she kind of like. I I feel like she she would have said this to Ward. Mm-hmm. Um. Because at least at least Ward was like, "Hey, let's at least do this," and she was like, "Yeah, definitely." And then she doesn't do that at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, she gets uh, Ward to like consider um fighting and before he can like he considers it for a little while and before he can even stab her in the back she does it to him <laughs> uh, i mean she's on her game you know he's he's got some issues though yeah, you know the true. whole blood everywhere yeah uh <laughs> i mean if he wasn't getting over the murder of his dad and or he murdering his dad to be more precise mm-hmm. and um you know his drug addiction and finding a head a couple days ago. Uh, he would have emailed that other guy like before the meeting and already have a deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He would have just been like, listen, what's the bare minimum? I want out. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I am actually curious because um, we know that their inheritance is tied to them working for Rand. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. curious what happens in this case. Like, do they lose all of their inheritance, or are they are they still incredibly rich and can just say, you know what? No, I want out. I'm done. Uh, I'm assuming that it is tied to them working there, which is why Ward wanted to get the the low ball offer of the a mere thirty million to be right. kicked off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I assume so. Although. Yes, they won't get their inheritance, so they won't be ultra mega super rich, but they still have you know their salary from being like executives at Rand for the past fifteen years. Yeah, that's true. They have their um, however much money they oh. made. Plus, I mean, every year I'm sure that that they worked there, they had you know some sort of stock bonus. When you're that that high yeah. level, you like that's really what you're working for. Mm-hmm. Um I mean they they hadn't worked there for 15 years. You're right, um, you're right. I thought that you know, kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean at least 5 years, right? Yeah. Like when did um when or when did um Harold die the first time? Uh Harold died 3 years after Danny disappeared. Okay. Are are Danny and Joy the same age? I don't remember that. I think so. So if they're the same age, then I mean, she assuming Joy, because I know we we know Joy did go to college. So assuming she did a standard bachelor's degree four years, and she did not go on to get like an MBA or something, mm-hmm. then she probably would have only been working at Rand for like three years. Best case, like maybe internship, maybe like summer yeah. job, something like that. Um, so she wouldn't have a ton, but like that's still gonna be like maybe a couple million in stock alone. Yeah, like she can sell half of that and do very well. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. 
And Ward probably has more, just from being around longer. Yeah, but also I bet Ward spent it a lot faster than she ever did. <laughs> That's true. He has a drug problem. Yeah. Plus, we don't. We never, at least at this point, we've never seen Ward's home, have we? Yeah, it's a good point. We haven't. So we have no idea. And then Joy, although very nice house, a brownstone in the middle of Manhattan, it's ridiculously expensive. It's not like she owns a skyscraper or something. She probably is like was smarter with her money than Ward was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I would believe that she's smart, a little bit more frugal. Um, you know, yeah. quote, that being quote relative. unquote frugal. Yeah. Yeah, compared to Ward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, the only other thing that happens is he almost shows Joy the empty apartment where his dad used to be until, like, a day ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder what he would have said. Like, hey, our dad used to live here. Yeah. That's it. I know. <laughs> Look, but now, a, a... but now he doesn't. Hey, there's a pile of blood over here that, I, I mean, I cleaned it up last night, but, you know, it was here. That was his. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, another thing about Ward in this episode, like right at the beginning, he let Danny assume that the hand killed Harold. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so yeah, easy to it. let Danny assume it's his fault. Yeah, like he, he was saying it. Like, all right, well, just don't disagree. Yeah. Totally. All right. uh, any other villains? Um, Zhao Cheng's accent was kind of half Australian, half Chinese, and it really bugged me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only other okay. note about him that we didn't have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy in the chair. The guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. Abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. All right. So I guess Claire, do we have anyone else? Um, we kind of talked about Joy already. I had her in that section, but we kind of talked about okay. her already. Okay. Uh, I mean, the only thing I have about Claire is that she tells Danny straight up that his plan is stupid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, she immediately is like, yeah, you already know you cannot trust Gao. She could be lying. This could be a trap. Uh, yeah. I, also, she missed her. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, also, she missed her chance to again mention Daredevil. Actually, she does mention Daredevil again in this. Not real. Like she doesn't. She doesn't push it. She's just no. like, hey, we can get some. Like, no. All right, fine. That's it. Yeah. Uh, right. Or did did I miss something? Like, did, was she more explicit? Um. No, she just, like, she doesn't say, hey, we should get my friend right now. I am dragging your ass to Hell's Kitchen. But she mentions that it, like, ruins people's lives and stuff like that, like, her friend. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have this, like, this team is Claire's the smarts, Colleen's the muscle, and Danny's there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and for some reason they listen to Danny I know but on paper this team I also have written down um, Iron Fist going to battle good choice on paper a dojo mm-hmm. master 
who trained in Japan. Good choice. A martial arts student. Not the best choice. Uh, she's got medical training. Yeah, yes. But for this mission to go to China, I don't see how she would be, like, on paper, how she's that effective. Uh, uh yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. The only thing would be, like, if they need her to do medical stuff in the yeah. middle of the mission. Or lose her phone and honk the car horn. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I've thought, oh, that's a stupid scene, that random thing happening. But I don't complain when a rat lets Ant-Man out of a time portal. So, I guess if I'm going to accept one, I've got to accept the other. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been five years. Eventually, that was going to happen. It's like the thousand monkeys with a thousand typewriters thing? Yeah, except it's like a thousand rats in storage. Yeah. I mean, and to be fair to Claire and the phone thing, I know I've dropped my phone similar ways and not been able to reach it easily. Oh, yeah, that's such a pain in the car. And yep. like, you're reaching down there. They have to, like, find some, like, a pen or something mm -hmm. so you can, like, move it to the side. And then, it's, then it ends up in the back seat. And then you have to, like, reach over. And then you pull something in your back. And my sister uh, broke her phone that way. She couldn't reach it. So she shifted the chair forward and it crunched the corner of her phone. Oh, <laughs> damn. All yep. right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I have for Claire. Uh, I mean, she threw her sword, the sword to Colleen, which was nice. Didn't like go hand over end and cut off Colleen's arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That's good. Helped in a fight. Yep. All right. Oh, uh, also in the fight um, at the end against um, Gao's uh, bodyguards. Um, she pulled some weapons off off of the uh, the walls, uh, those yeah. claws. Um, and since I know I'm going to forget this next week, she still has them next week. Oh, yeah. I don't think I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, um, she has some claws, and I don't think she wiped off the poison, or maybe she did. <laughs> but, well, yep. she would have known at that point that there was poison on them. Okay, so maybe she did wipe it off. Yeah, or not and or she, she was fine with it yeah and just be yep. careful <laughs> yep all right anyway that's yeah that's all i have all right um yeah that's all i have for everyone in the guy in the chair unless you have something else nope i'm good to move on all right do you have anything for 12 percent of the plan stark tower is your baby give yourself 12 percent of the credit 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Not a thing. Me neither. All right. I mean, I guess the closest would be the thing that we've already said. Danny had 12% of a plan. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> All right, Tony. How do you think we should rate this episode? Wait, Al, I just realized something. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Danny's 12% of the plan worked. <laughs> We're giving him crap for this. But it worked. I, I, but so did uh, yeah, Star I mean, Wars. You know, you... <laughs> well, I mean... 
Star Lord took some time to actually make a plan, right? Like they they did plan type of stuff. Okay. In this case, Danny was literally making it up as he went. Yeah. But he's the Iron Fist, which means he doesn't lose because he's the name I... of the show. <laughs> I mean, he can't argue with results apparently, so yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. Anyway, all right, now we can move on to rating the episode. <laughs> I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? Tony, how many um, poison swords do you rate this episode? I would give this one three and a half poison swords and the high end for iron fist <laughs> okay uh i too am in the same range uh three I, I could be convinced to three and a half i'm kind of on that that edge let's say 3.25 okay um maybe we should uh, convert this to out of 10 <laughs> we're really cutting I, these five <laughs> yeah but i, I I don't know. I don't. I don't want to like all of a sudden be like, yeah, this gets five, and then we go back to five, and we're like, man, why were we giving Iron Fist fives? Oh, yeah. that's right. I don't. That's fair. I, also, I we we'd have to set up a whole conversion chart for like our our big board of other rankings, and you know, mm-hmm. multi- multiplying everything by two is just a hassle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have to remember, right? And then you're like looking at it on like a chart or something. And mm-hmm. No, it's it's not worth it. Yeah. Anyway, join confused. us next time as we cover Iron Fist. Iron Fist. iron fist season one episode nine the mistress of all agonies and remember to follow us on twitter and give us that rating on whatever app you're using as always this is the marvel cinematic rewind signing off have a marvelous day